Hey, this is Nick here, senior writer over at Sports Pack 12, and this is going to be our mailbag question segment. So send in your written questions wherever the frick you are in the conference, baby. Send them in. Send them in. And I'll respond via podcast form, and fellow senior writer Dane Miller will respond via written column. So seriously, send them in. I have a lot of fun doing this research, giving back the knowledge, the love, learning your concerns, all that, baby. We got the love, the knowledge. I'm going to give back to the people. Got to do it for yourself first. That's my ethics lessons, but then I'm here for you, the people. So from down south to Arizona, to east out to Utah, to east, to the west out to the Palouse of Washington State, we got the Cali schools, we got the Oregon schools, we got Buffs Nation. If I forgot you, I'm sorry. In all seriousness, in its in our entirety, we make up the Conference of Champions, the Pac-12, and we're better for it. So without further ado, send in your questions. Let's come together and la 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 la. Let's get to it. Today's question is from Linda in Lake Havasu City, Arizona, and it reads, Is this a do-or-die year for Kevin Sumlin, and how hot is his seat? So two questions there. The first, again, to reread quickly, Is this a do-or-die year for Kevin Sumlin, and how hot is his seat? So to answer the first question fairly quickly and straightforward, yes, it's a do-or-die season. He's vastly underperformed his first two years at UA. He's really failed the program on multiple levels, and I'll dive into deeper details here on that. But if you just look at last season alone, 4-8 overall, 2-7 in conference, and they finished the year on a 7-game losing streak, which is just really, really unacceptable. UA may not be a prestigious football program, but they do have a somewhat of a winning tradition, so he needs to be doing better, just plain and simple. So again, really simply, 100%, this is do-or-die season. Not even a question, 100% is do-or-die. And so I'm going to get into the second portion of your question here. How, is, how hot is the seat? And we'll dive into some deep details. But I'm going to start with a quick analogy. So if you think of like a chicken wing or a spicy kind of Thai restaurant, or really just any type of restaurant that serves spicy food, essentially, you, you know, 10 or 5 stars is going to be the hottest, going to burn your mouth off. One's completely comfortable. So on that scale, Kevin Sumlin's at about 8.5. And I'll break that down here into football terminology. So essentially, he wouldn't get fired if they lost the season opener to Hawaii. But if they did start off one and three, they could be in some very he could be in some very hot water and probably lose his job. And that really could happen with losses to Hawaii, Stanford, and Texas Tech, assuming they beat Portland State. I mean, if he can't beat Portland State, he really, really should be getting out of town. But to be plain and simple, what the 8.5 rating is out of 10 for me is he's very, very little wiggle room and can knock it off to a slow start. He could potentially be fired throughout this year, just depending on how it plays out. I don't know if the athletic director would do that. I mean, mid-season firings are a little bit risky, kind of hurts the program's reputation as a whole. But I mean, if you're underperforming based off last two seasons, two losing years in a row, and start off one and three, I think that could be a definite possibility. And there's more factors than just the play on the field. That's just where I'm going to start with this. For me personally, I believe that coaches should always get a three-year minimum. So you give them three years, that gives you a chance to get your recruits in at the college and high school levels. Well, I guess you shouldn't be recruiting in high school, but at the college levels, and this is going to be his third year, so his recruits should be juniors and seniors, at least juniors for sure, and let's see how he does with them. I mean, the last two years, he did have a promising quarterback in Cleo Tate, and really just didn't perform. Again, this Arizona team really doesn't look solid. They seem to lack identity, and as I mentioned at the top, they're losing in multiple facets of the program. Pretty much every facet that you can be analyzed by for college football, he's not getting it done. So as I mentioned a little bit ago, or at the top, actually, I was saying how you need to compete if you're losing, and they haven't done that, man. On that seven-game losing streak to end last year, they were just absolutely 
terrible, man. They only lost two games by 10 points. So that's the best they did, losing by 10 points twice. Four of those games are absolutely blowouts, losing by 20 points or more. So he's not competing. And there's really no excuses because whatever your opinion is on Rich Rod, he had a, well, I said that weird. He had a, um, how do I phrase this? He won five, He had winning seasons five out of six years with this at his time at UA. I really struggled with that sentence. So there really are no excuses. I mean, he took over a program that was in a pretty solid place. I believe there was seven and six the year before he took over. The year before that, Rich Rod had a real down year. But like I said, five out of six seasons, he had winning records. So not a lot of an excuse for Kevin Sumlin. On top of that, so you look at the performance on the field. They're not competing. That's just unacceptable, especially at the Pac-12 level. But again, on top of that, has the worst incoming recruiting class in the conference and 61st nationally next year. So the worst recruiting class in the conference, not competing. Again, we're going to keep on adding on top of that. For the 2021 class, they don't have one signee yet. And jumping back to 2019 and 2018, they have the 11th ranked classes in the Pac-12. So he's basically recruiting the worst in conference and has been doing that consistently the last three or four years. So that's just not boding well for the program. And if we just want to keep going here, so again, you're looking at not winning, not competing, program doesn't really have a clear identity, recruiting poorly, doesn't really have any future prospect prospects, and no one last year from Arizona got drafted. Not one player got selected in the NFL draft. That's in seven rounds. And that's just failing the program on all three levels. So just, I'm not sure exactly what he has to hang his hat on at this point. I guess the one positive you could say is there's nothing to lose. So that's why I'd say I'd fire him if he gets off to that 1-3 start. Granted, he could turn it around. I mean, he did have a lot of success at Texas A&M. He went 51-26, and 26, and I believe that was over six seasons. Doesn't sound right. Was he 51-26? and 26? I guess so. That's what I've written down the stats here. Uh, let's double-check that stat while I'm here on the podcast here. Yeah, so 51-26 and 26 record in six seasons there. So, I mean, he has done well but um, in his past, but... That is just not translated here at Arizona. 3-2 at Texas A&M in bowl games. So he's won the big one. I mean, not the big, big one, but he's done enough to perform in critical moments. So he has it in him, but the 9-15 and and two seasons at Arizona really, really just not getting it done. And just the program's in a state of disarray, plain and simple. They're going to have to ha- hang their hat on Grant Gunnell this season, who was a freshman quarterback last year. So that's really what they got to hope for and hope that Kevin Sumlin's able to do something. I did a mailbag question a while back where I essentially answered, and you can look it up in the Sports Pac-12 archives. It's mailbag question 17. And I was essentially asked about the state of the Arizona football program under Kevin Sumlin. In that question, I pretty much broke down a little bit of a season preview and addressed the program in its entirety. So I'm not going to repeat the same answer here, but I'm going to give you a brief, brief recap. Again, go to Sports Pac-12. Mailbag Questions Archive, and listen to Mailbag Question 17 if you want more information. I seriously cover this topic in a lot more detail. But just some key notes from that. Nearly every scholarship freshman saw action in at least two games last season, with 70 of these kids playing in eight or more contests. So you should have a lot of experience in the younger players that could bode well next season. Grant Gunnell threw for 1,239 yards, nine touchdowns to one interception. So again, you have a solid potential sophomore quarterback, quarterback next year. They're going to have to replace... Longtime workhorse and halfback J.J. Taylor. He was a staple throughout the Arizona program and one of the few bright spots over the last two years. On the defense side of the ball, they have a new defensive coordinator in Paul Rhodes, and they should have a good front seven, led by an amazing trio of linebackers and Colin Schooler, Anthony Pandy, and Tony Fields II. 
So they do have some talent next year, but again, there's nothing consistent. I'm not going to go into more than that. I just don't want all my answers to blend into one. You know, we're going to keep each question do it original, do it with as much love as possible. So to answer your question, is this a do or die year for Kevin Sumlin? Yes. How hot is this seat? 8.5 out of 10. Not at that extremely spicy chicken wing level where I'm going to burn your mouth off. But that, that stuff's getting hot. You're going to need some milk or some water or something to cool your mouth down because he really, really has failed the program on multiple levels. And I'm not afraid to say it. I mean, you're not recruiting well. You're recruiting worse than the conference. You don't have one player selected in the NFL draft. And you end last season on a seven-game losing streak, losing four or more of those games by 20 points and not having one outing being closer than 10-point loss. That's just freaking terrible. And Kevin Sumlin's really going to have to figure it out. This is definitely his do-or-die season. It should be interesting to see how it plays out. Thanks for the question, Linda, and have a great day.